Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, welcome. I am so excited to introduce my special guest for today, Susie Kaufer, who is an internationally established mindset and business mentor who founded um, the online brand Dream Life Deluxe in 2016. And after only seven months in business, she quit her job and her apartment in Sydney and set off on a never-ending round-the-world trip in May 2017. She hit her first 25k cash month in November of the same year. Hi Susie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I feel like we have so much in common when it comes to values and audience and the freedom lifestyle. Yeah, I'm so thrilled to have you on the show. And I have been a big fan of, and I realized that I didn't really know you anywhere else outside of the context of your Facebook community, Education Independent Biz Babes, which was just one of the communities that I discovered like early on as an entrepreneur. And you know, props to you for cultivating that community. It's such a cool space. So many incredible women. And, you know, obviously as a location independent person, I just instantly resonated with that and all of the conversations that happen in there. And I love the way you do business. I love your authenticity. I love how you just do things your own way. You're super creative, no bullshit. Tell her how it is. Total transparency and, you know, super, super inspiring at the same time. So um, I would love to talk a little bit about that, actually. But um, first of all... I feel like that was just the copy from a new website. You know, <laughs> like nailing what I stand for, nailing what I believe in, nailing what I do. <laughs> You're welcome. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit of like how you got to, you know, where you are in business today. So I had a classic um, midlife crisis uh, when I was 30. I was living in Germany, actually, back then, having the classic corporate career, working towards retirement that's a bit too early in your 20s or 30s to just think of retirement so um I started with a sabbatical I sold all my stuff in Germany sold my car sold my apartment everything took my savings and bought a one-way ticket to South Africa back then and then traveled around the world for one year basically without working online just sharing a lot of accommodation against, you know, helping or volunteer work and those kind of things. And uh, then I, in Australia, I got a job again because I was running out of money after doing all this traveling and spending. (laughs) (laughs) And it was pretty cool to live in Sydney. You can go to the beach. It was just a much more relaxed lifestyle, but it also did feel a little bit like a cage again to be like, okay, now I'm in this job. <laughs> now what? <laughs> and I really felt like I wanted to have something I wanted I can take with me whenever I start again in a new country. So that's when it dawned on me pretty late, actually, that I probably should have my own thing and create my own business. So I was pretty good at coaching at that time already. I knew nothing about the online coaching world, though. I was um, a team leader in my job and I was mentoring new employees on the on the 
job and I was great at that. I just didn't like the job part or the, you know, what I was teaching on. <laughs> so I figured out what a life coaching business is, started my life coaching business online, called it Dream Life Deluxe. It was a dream life already, but it wasn't very deluxe yet at that time, but the name was actually a good choice. I grew into it. <laughs> and then after a couple of months in business, I was like, okay, I'm, I, I'm going all in with this. I quit the job. I asked my boyfriend at that time if he also wants to quit his job and do this digital nomad thing together with me. And he said, oh, we can do that. <laughs> we are married in the meantime. We've traveled as nomads without a home, just living out of our suitcases for five full years now. And people in Germany are still waiting for me to come back to a normal <laughs> life. And it just <laughs> doesn't seem to happen. <laughs> you get that question a lot. Are you coming home anytime soon? No, I don't get that anymore. Um, but I think people have kind of gotten the idea that I now live in Australia. And even then I'm sometimes like, no, we're packing up our stuff and we're going to Asia. And people are like, what? Still not settling down in the classic form of, you know, house, white picket fence, dog, children, all those kind of things. So it's still a bit of an unconventional life, but it's the beauty of being a business owner, having a location independent business and growing into that. Yeah, so much fun. And, you know, it was the same for me. Like that was my yeah. desire when I stepped, that was the thing that drew me to entrepreneurship. Like my single thing that I knew that I wanted of, out of all the things that I wasn't sure I wanted was that I loved travel. You know, by that point I was already living in Canada. So I knew I had family back home, you know, really like my best friends in Canada and I'd, you know, been traveling so much that mate had made so many amazing connections all over the world that I just wanted to always be in different places all the time. And I was like, oh, you know, this idea of being able to continue to work, be wherever you want to be, whenever you want to be, like that really was the dream for me. And it is, it's so much fun to live in different countries and travel if that's the type of thing that you like. So, um, yeah, so I'm curious about this community, like location independent biz babes, like that was obviously that happened. Like, uh, did your business kind of come out of that community? Like, can you talk to me a little bit about like, you know, that process of how you decided yeah. to create that community, how it became so successful and, and how that influenced your business? Before we get back to the episode, I have something exciting to tell you about. There were a couple of key things that changed everything in my life as an entrepreneur that allowed me to bring in six figures while working half as many hours and having more fun than ever before in my business. It was money mindset work around how I was doing business combined with getting good at sharing strategic sales content online. I know you know that this is your year to start hitting your 10K month income goal and living the life of creative freedom and fulfillment you have been dreaming about. You're ready to be consistently attracting total dream soulmate clients through the creative content you're sharing on social media and you want to be reaching more people, charging higher rates and working much less. So I'm very excited to invite you to join me in Freedom Club, my mastermind, where you'll receive tailored high-level support to master the skills that will create your dream life and six-figure dream business starting now. With focused weekly trainings and coaching calls to find the clarity on your content that's going to make you the most money, to design a simple fun launch strategy you'll enjoy following through on, plus daily support and feedback from me in the Voxer chat, you'll find that sweet spot in your business where you're the most confident in your work, having the most fun and making the most money. Go to withsaramack.com forward slash freedom club to apply now. Now let's get back to the episode. 
honestly, I probably did what most people don't do. I didn't start the group with the intention to make it a successful business or to make money with it. I honestly just in the, in the time posted in a couple of other Facebook groups where women connected around travel, not even around business. And I remember I shared my story there, how I left Germany, how I broke free from the German mindset of, no, you can't just do that. Nobody does that. And I remember that I had like kind of a viral post there that so many women resonated with. They were like, oh my God, I totally have the same background. I totally get how hard it is to break free from those conventions when you have lived in them your whole life. And there I had like, it was like, I still had phone notifications and I was still working in my day job and it was doing like, ding, ding, someone commented on your post. And it was like, the screen was full with things and it was overwhelming, but really also um, incredible because I shared a very vulnerable post about my story and it resonated with so many people. And in the end, I got so many messages and so many people that wanted to connect with me that I was like, First of all, I can't reply to everyone, and <laughs> as incredible as that is. But second of all, there are so many women that feel so different that it would just make sense to bring them together. So, and that's why I started the group. So basically, I sent a copy-paste message to everyone and said, look, I can't reply to everyone, but I would love to stay in touch. Join this Facebook group. And that's how it went to, I don't know, 300 women like on the first day. So I never started, you know, like from zero. It was kind of the community was there. I didn't even have anything to sell yet at that point. I was just creating content, sharing my story, sharing the struggles and how I'm in the process of overcoming them. And that really resonated with a lot of people that have this, you know, freedom urge. Not everybody wants to completely be homeless and be a full time digital nomad, but I think many women resonated with feeling like they're different and feeling very misunderstood by their environment for that. That's amazing. And that's just like the perfect case study of how like your story, where you are right now is totally enough. And the power in sharing your vulnerability and where you're up, where you are and what you're moving through is, you know, it's enough to have like a huge impact and to bring people together and to, you know, really start something incredible. I saw, I love that story. And that's actually, you know, it's such a pure intention. Like, because it is really difficult when we go into things and we're like, well, this must make me money. You know, it can kind of cut off a lot of that connection when you when you really go into something super strategically. So I think that's such an incredible case study. Um, so what like talk to me a little bit about how that has evolved. Like what are some of the main ways that you've changed in terms of what you're doing as a coach since, you know, you started out? Has it changed a lot? Has it, you know, stayed a bit the same? It changes all the time. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about being a personal brand. So if you don't create a business around, you know, one specific solution to one specific problem, but a little bit more around your personality, your journey, all the things that you're learning, it gets to grow with you. My business is six years old now. And at the beginning, it was a classic life coaching business for people who want more freedom. But then relatively quickly, people were asking me, how did you grow this Facebook community? How do you find your clients on Instagram and Facebook without even having a website? And so I started talking more and more about that. And then I had a personal journey into mindset work. I wasn't using mindset work. I knew nothing about mindset work. So I started to learn journaling and abundance mindset and changing my money mindset and all those things. And then people were like, can we see your journaling? And I'm like, you want to see my journaling? Really? <laughs> but then I started sharing more of my journaling and created journaling courses for entrepreneurial mindset. And then when my business grew, I started talking more as well about how you grow your business, how I grew my business. I'm, I'm 
I've always struggled with, you know, the very classic business advice where you follow a very masculine program that tells you, say this, do this, have this one solution to one problem, niche down, do all the things. And I always was a bit of a, felt always like a bit of a rebel when it comes to those things. I was always like, watch me. I'm going to do it differently. <laughs> and I always just did. So I do remember that, um, I had a business coach once and I was like, I love alpacas in case that's a fun fact you don't know about me yet. I feel like that's very known, but I love alpacas. So I once had the idea to call a course, the abundant alpaca. And my business course coach was like, yeah, but it makes no sense. You have to have in the title what the course is about. Otherwise it's not going to sell. And I'm like, yeah, but it's boring. And I like the abundant alpaca. <laughs> so the abundant alpaca became about breaking free from the expectations of marketing on how you should be doing things in your business. And it was a course about being yourself and breaking the rules and just believing in yourself instead of listening to what all the consultants and coaches tell you what you should be doing. And it became a best-selling program. It's still very popular today um, because it's about really understanding how to take mentoring, but also to not just hang on a mentor and say, okay, please tell me how I should run my business. Please tell me how I should scale my business. And it's the hard part and the fun part to figure out how you want to scale your business, how you want to do things when things become bigger and to trust that and go with it. Yeah. I love that as an example. And I was just thinking about that when you mentioned it and just thinking about it now, it's like, yeah, you know, obviously it helps if, you know, it can help if you clearly communicate what it is that you're selling. But if you think it's fucking boring and you don't like saying it and you don't like talking about it in that way, that's going to kill your sales more than like having like an accurate title. Right. So that's just a perfect example of how if you connect to it, if it lights you up, it has inspired you like that is going to make you reach more people with it and create more sales with it than trying to force yourself to do something in a way that doesn't feel right for you. It right? was also a hook, you know, people were like, abundant right. alpaca, what the heck is this course about? And then you go to the sales page and of course you'll get a little bit more information why and how and what the heck. <laughs> but it was, it was something that just stood out because, you know, all the same courses have all the same titles. And it was just something where people were like, oh, this is different. I am different. I like it. What is it? Right. And you and you've made a name for that. Like you've incorporated that into your brand in a really big way. And that really resonates with people because it's like an icon and it's, you know, it's a it's a language that lights you up and represents something for you that represents something to your people. And I think that just goes to show that like creativity is literally it's unlimited in business, you can be as creative as you like. And I think, you know, especially for creative, more like rebel type people who really resonate with not doing things the way that we're told to do it. Like there's, we're just programmed. As soon as someone tells you, you have to do something a certain way, everything is just like, no, (laughs) cannot, cannot compute. Will not, will shut down before I will do it that way that you've just told me I have to do it. Um, so that's such an awesome example of that. What do you, um, what do you wish more people knew? Like in, you know, the people that you're talking to day to day, people in your community, your clients, like what, you know, what is like the biggest message on your heart that you know, if more people knew this, they would be able to experience more freedom and success and in their business and life. I feel like mindset is a very, very overused word these days. I feel like everybody's like, you have to work on your mindset. You have to work on your mindset. And we kind of, shut down because we have been bombarded with this message. And I sometimes feel like it's not really clear what that actually means. 
I do still believe that's the key. I'm a big strategy fan. I learn strategies and then I make them my own. And it's important that you know how to run a business. But in the end, all my up levels were from really changing my mindset, as boring as that sounds. So I'm always looking for ways how to make that more interesting and more tangible and more specific because, you know, changing your mindset is just such a big cloudy word where everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know, but I don't know really. Like, what am I doing to change my mindset? So I just love to have examples of that where I share my own journaling with people and just share the pages with how I wrote into existence what didn't even exist back then, but is now the reality or how I specifically change one belief, like one limiting belief that I still have right now that I really want to get rid of. How do I change that? And then just sharing the process. And I'm a big fan of journaling to just, you know, not in a, I don't journal like dear diary. This is how my day was. This sucked today. And this was great. I really get out of my own head because, you know, that's where my current thinking is in and kind of teleport myself into the future version of myself and really ask myself, okay, now that I'm already running a successful multiple seven-figure business and I'm super happy and relaxed with everything, how did I do it? And that's where I get my business advice from, from my future self. <laughs> that is such a great exercise. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm really curious kind of how your relationship with being a digital nomad has like evolved over the years. Cause you know, I know it's super exciting. It's really, really fun, but there are also challenges that come along with just like, or, you know, not living in a stable place or having to learn new things all the time or navigate different languages, different cultures, or not having like an established community. So what are some of the, like the ways that you've kind of grown resilient and able to do it in like more and more supported and fun ways? I think there is a difference if you want to do this for a shorter period of time, let me say six to 12 months, or if you really want to create this as a sustainable lifestyle with a relationship, with a business, and with all your struggles that will come along the way whilst you are a digital nomad, because you'll taking you're, you'll be taking it all with you. So we did things slower after time. So at the beginning, it was like, oh, hey, let's go to Finland. Let's go to Canada. Let's go to New York. Let's go to St. Lucia. Let's go to Barbados. Let's go to England. Until you kind of almost get like a travel burnout. <laughs> and um, I now like to stay in homes wherever I can. So either Airbnb or house sitting. We also do a lot of house sitting. And I like when you just walk into a place where you do have a kitchen and you do have a fridge and you do have kind of amenities that allow you to live a normal life in a certain location for a while. And then you pack up and go compared to, you know, living in a hotel out of like four years, as much as I love five-star hotels and I love the vibe and I love to be in five-star hotels. Um, I tried to only live in five-star hotels for two months and it was actually not as I expected it to be. It is actually nice to have three rooms in a place and not just one and have a kitchen and just have a bit of a sense of a normal local life whilst you're somewhere compared to the you know, holiday or vacation lifestyle where you just go from hotel to hotel, which you can do a couple of weeks. But I found it just much more sustainable to slow things down and then to live two months here and three months here and then travel four weeks here and then stay six months there. Yeah, I definitely resonate with that. I'm definitely more of an Airbnb apartment girl. And I actually hate hotels, especially in North America, because they never have freaking kettles. So I have to make tea 
in the coffee machine and then my tea tastes like coffee. I'm like, what's wrong with you people? Can't you put a kettle in it? <laughs> um, so what is your, like, do you have a vision for your future? Do you know you want to keep traveling for a long time? Like, what what do you think? Do you know? <laughs> or are you just I think that's a difficult like... question because I want so many things. <laughs> I want an alpaca farm. Okay. I want a sausage dog. <laughs> And I want to travel. Um, those are currently the hardest big questions, pets. So I love animals. I love pets. I've done an alpaca farmhouse sit for three months. We do a lot of dog sitting. And that's kind of cool because you get to travel and have pets. But one day I want to have my own pets. And I'm like, oh, how does that look like? But probably we're going to do the same thing. We're going to have someone pet sit at our place whilst we are traveling to other places, even though that will be hard. I almost need someone who wants to share their life with me part-time, you know, like three people in a group and then you can hop over like, like three months they come to Australia whilst I could go to their place in Canada whilst they go to her place on Bali or something like that. So it does definitely include being a little bit more settled, but not in one place, maybe in two or three places around the world. And everybody has an alpaca farm and you just, yeah. <laughs> You're just one, you know, one has an alpaca farm, one has a retreat center on Bali and one has three sausage dogs and a beagle in Australia or something like that. But then we're missing Europe. And, ah, it's so difficult. I want so many things. <laughs> I have full faith that you will create that. <laughs> you will find a solution. <laughs> Everything is possible, right? Yes. So thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your wisdom and um, and stories and inspiration with us. What are you up to at the moment? Where can people follow you and find out more about your work? So because nobody can spell my last name, my website is dreamlifedeluxe.com. That's where you will find whatever is currently going on, whatever I'm currently selling, launching, doing. I am super excited that COVID is coming to an end and we can travel again. So I'm finally bringing back my yearly Bali retreat. I still have clients that have been waiting for the next Bali retreat because they signed up two years ago. <laughs> but we finally have dates for next year. Tentatively, uh, this year I was still too scared to do it. So, But next year is happening and then it's going to happen regularly again. And I just love to basically offer to live the dream life deluxe for a week with other women. And really like we're in a super luxurious villa, my favorite place on earth. It's abundant. We have a personal chef. We have a private yoga teacher. We have a private driver. It's just the most fantastic creative week to surrender and to get inspired and to just live your best life. And I love those in-person events. As much as I do so much digitally and online to meet with my clients or just with, with inspiring women once per year on Bali is amazing. That sounds so much fun. Amazing. Thank you so much, Susie. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please share this with anyone you know that it would resonate with. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website, withsarahmack.com. And please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.